Organizations obtain competitive edge by building expertise in data management to fuel their business strategies. G2 predicts that in 2021, data-driven leaders will be reassessing their data management strategies due to the evolving technology environment. Organizations will prioritize investments in scalable data platforms to effectively secure, govern, and analyze data across business functions through a single unified platform. These platforms will provide greater control over and allow seamless access to their data irrespective of where the data is and ultimately helping them gain valuable insights and make Make better business decisions. Now with us today is Sunil Mahale, Vice President, Sales and Engineering and Emerging Technologies Business for APJ with Comval to talk about data trends that will drive the next normal in 2021. Sunil, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Let's start off with a very quick description of Comval. If you mind giving us that 30-second elevator pitch of who Comval is. Commvault's um, a data company. What I mean by that is data, and I loved your opening statement, Alan. It was all about data, digital transformation, and data-led organizations, which are going to drive the next generation. So Commvault has been a data company to help customers store, uh, manage, protect, and use the data for better business decision-making. How has data management and protection evolved in the past year, and what surprised you the most? What has happened is in the last 9 to 12 months, if anything, this whole situation that we are all grappling with and how to deal with, uh, the value and the volume of data have significantly gone up. That's one thing which I was actually quite surprised in a way because people uh, actually started to your point, uh, leveraging data a lot more for driving better business decisions. However, the third V is vulnerability. While the volume has gone up, the value has gone off of data, the data has become equally vulnerable, if not more than earlier before, because the data is now spread in multiple locations, not in one central location. And I always say this, people have been saying data is a new oil. And this is something that I've heard multiple times. I kind of stand corrected there. I would love to say data is a new crude oil because think about data in its raw format is absolutely useless unless you don't use the right tools, the right technologies to protect your data, to manage your data, and more importantly, giving data in the hands of business users to do business decisions. That's the true value of data, right? So in the world of digital transformation, uh, what I've seen, one of the fundamental changes is customers are rapidly adopting technologies and tools around data in order to make business decisions more effective and and driving their organization. What are some of the trends that CIOs and CISOs should look out for in the coming year then? So I kind of boil it down in four categories. The first is cloud. If anything, the adoption of cloud technology has come at a rapid pace. In fact, Satya Nadella recently was quoted saying they have seen two years worth of digital transformation happening in two months. And that will only happen if customers are adopting. It's not just single cloud, Alan. It's multi-cloud because it's not just a cloud that fits all the answers. I always say that and I give an example, like you asked me a question. I haven't been to Hong Kong in a, in a long time. And cloud technologies mimics our real world life that we all live in. So if I go to Hong Kong, stay for a couple of days, I stay in a hotel. Uh, if I'm in Singapore and I want to stay for a year, I'm going to lease an apartment. But where I'm from in India, where, where my parents and my family lives, I actually have a house which I bought. The same analogy is used for cloud computing, right? When you actually adopt cloud and why I think multi-cloud is the number one trend is customers for the right workload will choose the right cloud. The second is security. What's happening important is while the data is spread all across, how do you guarantee 
guarantee and ensure there is data protection and data secure from malicious ransomware kind of attack or even just pure data protection initiatives that customers are driving. So security becomes that much more critical. And the third is basically around compliance regulation. So while we're all dealing with this issue about data that we are collaborating, how do you collaborate a lot more effectively in a diverse world, in a work from home world, while still making sure that organizations are compliant and they are following the legal regulations? How has this accelerated the adoption of cloud changed the state of data management and protection? Think about this way. While customers are adopting, and, and uh, whether it's SaaS platforms or whether you're talking about pure play cloud applications, either born in cloud companies or companies adopting cloud technologies, it's a two-pronged uh, situation. On one hand, they want to adopt cloud. On the other hand, while you do that, there are a lot of bad, evil players out there who are checking for customers who are adopting cloud so that that can be vulnerable to attack. So cloud and security go hand in hand, which is why data protection is a lot more critical now more than ever before. What are the right tools? What are the right processes, what are the right technologies you're going to adopt in order to protect and manage your data in a multi-cloud world. And that is really the number one issue that we are seeing increasingly when customers adopt multi-cloud on how do you protect, manage, and use your data. According to G2, there are tools like AI and machine learning that have been introduced to help enterprises handle the evolving complexity of two things, data diversity and the disparity between environments. You talked about multi-cloud, right? On-prem, private, public, all of these things. Uh, How far along are we uh, in being able to handle this uh, data diversity, this disparity of environments that uh, this organization is talking about? So this goes back to the question I made earlier about when customers are dealing with data diversity, to your point you rightly made, what are the right tools? What are the right technologies? How is the process going to be evolved? And the most important thing, Alan, is people. How are people being skilled and managed and leveraged for managing the data diversity? Increasingly, we are saying there's a huge amount of need for, to the point you made earlier, about data scientists. Earlier, that wasn't such a big deal. And how do we use technologies like AI and machine learning so that we can extract a lot more value out of these data sets that are spread in multiple environments. And eventually, you give that data in the hand of business users who make the decision on a day-to-day basis. I always take this example. In a classic organization, you have CEOs, then you have a line of business owner like CMO, CHRO, you have your, then you have the front line. So I call it a pyramid. And I'll just take an analogy there about data diversity. When a CEO in an organization asks somebody in the team to send a report, okay, what's my top 10 customers? Who are my bottom 10 customers? Where am I selling which product in which markets? How is my profit margin? Somebody is going to quickly respond to the CEO, fair? Because the CEO is asking for a report. Now, somebody in the front line, let's take DBS Bank as an example. That's why data diversity is so critical. In DBS Bank, a frontline executive who is talking to you and me, she needs access to insights before talking to you and me. How are we giving that personalized end-user experience based on data? That can only happen if you have the available data. Now, guess what? In an organization, that frontline executive, she is not being empowered with data. When she asks for some information, who do you think is going to get priority? The CEO or the frontline executive? But who interacts with customers? <laughs> CEOs are the frontline executives. Isn't it amazing? That's what data diversity does to you, right? So to me, it's very interesting because if you truly homogenize the value of data, which is why it's just not data protection, data protection, data management, and using data to make business decisions, that is what is driving the diversity of data. And then your AI, machine learning, all the tools come in. But the number one thing all organizations need to understand is how do we empower the frontline person in any organization to use data for better business decisions? That to me is data diversity. Now, what will the next normal look like, especially from the perspective of the CIO and also the CISO? 
So it's very interesting, right? I read one of the articles recently. It was either IDG or IDC. I don't remember exactly which magazine. And what caught my attention is the I in CIO. Traditionally, we have always been saying the I in the CIO is chief information officer, right? That's what the CIOs were earlier. Now, suddenly in the last 12 months, the I has taken different shapes and forms. The I also stands for innovation officer. The I in CIO stands for investigative officer. When you are attacked by ransomware, when your data is under threat, you need to investigate what happened, where the data security breaches are coming from. So I suddenly becomes chief investigator officer. The I is chief intelligence officer. How do you make sense of the data that you already have? Again, to make better business decisions. So to me, the role of CIO is going to evolve in multifaceted. And for the first time, and you and I have worked with CIOs before, CIO has always asked for a seat in the board meeting. Guess what? Now they got it. They got it because everybody's talking about data. Everybody's talking about how do you manage? How do you protect? How do you use? And how do you really take decision based on data. So to me, CIO's role has transformed into a business leader, not just an IT leader, with I taking shape of information, innovation, intelligence, and investigation. What about the security one, the, the CISO? What, what do you think will the CISO look like? So again, CISO, right? If you talk about the investigative part of CISO. Now CISOs, in fact, last weekend, one of our customers from Indonesia reached out to me, right? On LinkedIn or email. Suddenly that company was attacked with ransomware. And this is not one of events. We are seeing this a lot more happening in the recent years. Suddenly what's happened now is the CISO or CIO, and some organization may not have a clear demarcation. Some people may have CISOs or some organization may actually have CISO, CIO in one role, not just a different role. But it doesn't matter whether there's one person or two people doing it, the job of a CISO now is how do I protect my data from all these vulnerable attacks that are happening, not just on the periphery, all the way from periphery to data center to cloud, how are we protecting that data, right? With these malicious and unmalicious attacks that we are dealing with. What is your advice to CIOs and CISOs around data management and data protection? My advice would be, it's not a question of whether this situation will ever go back to normal. The number one thing the CIOs have to deal with is data will be distributed. It won't be in one place anymore. There'll be more data created outside of data center than within the data center. It doesn't matter what data center you have. So adoption of SaaS applications will be on the right. It's not just traditional. How do I adopt? How do I deploy new tools and technologies in order to protect my SaaS environment? Because SaaS is on the right. Multi-cloud will continue to be on the rise. Work from home, remote working, collaborative technology and tools will be on the rise. How do we know how people are productive working remotely? Isn't that an amazing question? Because they're like, everybody's working from home. We have the lines between family and work time have kind of become silent, if you will, right? They're faded. And then how do we know people are productive? What tools and technologies are we using in order for them to be productive, in order for them to be effective in their job? And more importantly, the third and the fourth thing is how do we still manage and protect all the data while keeping it secure? How do you bring data from multiple sources? It doesn't matter where it's created, but manage it, protect it with one single single platform that pans across multiple environments. So that is one. Second is keep a lookout on your people, right? I spoke about technologies. CIOs, the people is the most important asset in any organization. And, and people say that, but I mean, and of course, data is important. So how are you keeping your employees, the point I made earlier, not just productive, but upskilling them, remote learning, remote working, remote environment, because it's it does become lonely. So how do we maintain your motivation? How do you upskill your people? How do we communicate more often? So that's the second part of people, which I always say is important. And third, the CIOs have to relook at the entire process part of how does the process on digital transformation work now versus a year earlier. So I would advise them to take care of people first, technology second, and processes third while you are dealing with data management. Sunil, thank you for yeah. joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you. Really appreciate it. 
That was Sunil Mahale, Vice President of Sales, Engineering, and Emerging Technology Business, APJ, for Cumbold, on the topic of data trends that will drive the next normal in 2021. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We also invite you to sign up for our weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. For now, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now. Music